This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. This is Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham and we're back. We're back. It's great to be here with you, Jordana. It is. It's so great because I get you get to tour the country doing comedy and I get to hear about all the people who love us. It's it's kinda Ego wild. Vicarious. I mean, no? I come back and I feel like I'm I, I don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke up your ass because right. I get a lot of people that are like How's Jordana? That's so How exciting. I feel like you're like, you're at home. Like, you're like, oh my, I'm like taking a nap. That's yeah, how I'm doing. <laughs> just napping. Yeah. She's napping. She's um, yeah. just hanging. You know, but there, I mean, the people that love this show love this show. And, and I got to say, from my, I appreciate it. I know you do too, right? I mean, like, it's, it, yeah, it, it's it feels great. so, it feels amazing. And so, yeah, I see, I feel like it's great because you're out in the world, you see it, I see it on social media, it's amazing. And the amount of people that come up to me and go, rate, review, subscribe, now it's becoming, yeah. like, it, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's its, own, it's its own joke in itself. It's its own inside yeah. joke, rate, review, subscribe. We gotta make a hat, I yeah. think. We gotta make a t-shirt or something because it rate, is... Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> I like that. Right? I'll get the, I'll get the shot Betches get, team on it. Get the Betches gnomes yeah. sewing. <laughs> yes, <you know? laughs> the children in the, fa- in the factories of Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm out there. I'm in yeah. these streets. I realize in our conversation, it kind of sounds like I like live in a cave. <laughs> like I see the people through the internet, and I come out of hiding to record this podcast <laughs> while you're like out in the world. Like, no, I have a, I have a life. I just don't meet anyone. <laughs> Jordana, you're just the, you're the new age Mr. Furley, just looking out your exactly. window. That's a really old, old reference to Three's Company. But I, you're just like <laughs> peering out right. at the world around you. But I, it, it is nice, and it is cool, and and. You know, it's crazy to me, and I know you feel similarly, that we're helping people in some way. No, it is great. You get the, the emails, which which really talk about how much people are benefiting from like just hearing this and obviously realizing they're not alone is really nice. Cause that, that's what this whole podcast is all about. You're not alone. We're all going through this. We all have, we're 10% away from each other. We're all having the same feelings and wondering, am I fucking nuts? Right. And the thing about dating is like one day it's like you're it's like it's amazing and the next day it's like I don't know what and everyone feels that way I don't know what the fuck oh, I'm doing. Oh yeah. Everyone's just kind of like faking it. It's a roller coaster ride <laughs> yeah. of emotions. And and it's um yeah, it 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 doesn't make any sense but listen to the listeners out there, we want to thank you. Um, we want you to keep sending your emails uup at betches.com uup at betches.com also. This is a user-generated show. You send your emails, we take them in, we read them, we give advice, we talk about it. You gotta tell a friend. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell, tell a, a friend. friend. Tell a fucking friend. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Make it your screen, screenshot the, uh, the, the phone right now. Make it your Instagram story because we gotta drive this out. Yeah, even you people bitching about your friends or telling your friends because I'll get we'll, we'll get so many emails that are like, um, here's the, I want this advice about this girl I know, this is a crazy story. And then we'll get a follow up email like a day later being like, shit, didn't realize she listens to this podcast. Please disregard that question. <laughs> That's a fun email. That's a fun follow up. Oh is. my God. And then, the, you know, that tickles our nuts a little bit. Yeah. We're right? happy that you, that you've told a friend and yeah. now you can't talk about her. Let's do some emails. Are you ready? Yeah. So, so sorry. Oh. I'm you ready? I'm ready. You go. You want to go? I'm just I think uh, I, we got a, a question from a uh, listener, which I think is a very common thing that people don't really... I love this question. ...talk about. Um, it's I love b- it because it's different from guys and girls' perspective. It is. It's very, very different. Very, very different. Um, so this question is about being sort of like the only single person in your friend group, which not everyone has felt, but I think a lot of people... Well, you know what, you know what this, you know, the, the, being the only single person in the friend group is felt from all angles. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you're in the relationship in the friend group and you have the one single friend, you're kind of like stepping on eggshells. A little weird. Them. Yeah. A little weird. And if you're that single person, you're like, you're feeling a little weird from a different perspective. Yeah. And, yeah, and we get questions a lot of times where it's like, 
you know, we want to help, you know, you don't, you don't want to pity your friend. You want to help your friend. But then you have the other side that were like, I'm doing just fucking fine. Right. You know? It's right. It's like, you're not really sure, like, if the person wants to be helped or if you're like, you think, again, like, because everyone is kind of faking it a little bit. So no sure. one's quite as happy as they uh Well, the people in the, in the relationships yeah. in the group might look at that other person and be like, oh, my God, that seems like a better life. That's true. Well, th- yeah, this question we got is from a guy, and it demonstrates kind of the difference between how men and women view being the only single friend in the group. So I'll read it. Okay. Hey, hey, Jared and Jordana, your podcast is great. I'm 25, live in a big city, and almost all my friends are in long-term relationships. I've always been the single guy. As I'm getting older, the amount of you should take that girl out on a date, you need to get that girl's number, comments have kept increasing. I know my friends are just trying to make conversation. They care about me, and I appreciate them trying to set me up, but I've recently gotten laid, got a new job, and gotten Invisalign. Invisalign. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's <laughs> such a hilarious way to talk about yourself. None of my <laughs> friends know. I'm killing it. I've got Invisalign. <laughs> right? I've had sex, new job. <laughs> Can you imagine someone coming up to you like, listen, things are great. I like. I actually like them saying him saying this is great because it just goes to show that, like, everything is totally about the way you look at it. Like all these things could totally be negatives. If yeah. you were like, if you were a pessimist, it could be like, I like had sex with a stranger. Yeah. I have to get up every day and go to work. <laughs> and my teeth are fucked my up. My teeth are fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I got to wear this Invisalign. It's hurting. I can't eat my foot. I can't chew an apple. I love it. This guy <laughs> is positive. I'm into it. So. Uh, so I'm obviously have no interest in dating or making any effort to meet girls right now. This is like the Seinfeld episode where he's like, I made a promise as a, when I became a doctor, I would break up with whoever I'm with. <laughs> he's like, if when I get Invisalign, I'm not settling down. <laughs> yes, this is time to shine. Being the single guy in the group is continuing to get more annoying. How do you deal with being the single friend and first world problems that come with it? Thanks. What do you think? I mean... This is a very different email from a guy than a girl. Right. A girl girls are not usually like I mean, obviously you don't want to speak for all girls. A lot of girls like being single, they like playing the field, they like randomly hooking up. Most girls it's or where you are in life is a lot of the time measured by like the people that you're around and your very good friends and yeah. what they're doing. And for girls it it can it can feel like you're like falling behind if a lot of the people that you know are in relationships or progressing. They're we're very into like measuring our own lives against others, and I'm sure men are too. I think men are financially right. Um, as I get older, the women thing never made sense to me until I got older, because now I see my friends having babies and they're like doing it like it's like the community right. is doing it together. Like all of a sudden they're a tribe. And like, you know, yeah, they're, like the, they're doing the girls, baby classes the time they're together. 20, yeah, by the time they're 22, they're like, let's just make sure. I think I've had this conversation with my friends whenever, like, when I was 20. Like, let's make sure we get pregnant together. Because if, if I'm not drinking, I don't want anyone else to Exactly. Be. <laughs> not drinking. And yeah. then it's like, if I'm sitting there with the bullshit cartoon on TV while the kid's walking around, I want you there with me. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot of sense now looking at it. Because you're like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be fucking having to make new friends in a mommy and me class. Right. Well, yeah, here's the thing about being single is I feel like if you're the if you're one of the only single people in your friend groups, a lot of the times it feels like you're like the clown kind of like performing. <laughs> you're like telling them about your dates and yeah. they're like all getting entertained through like the suffering that you're going through sure. and the guy not texting you and they get to like feel better about themselves because they don't have to deal with that. Yeah, you're um, the only interesting one in the group. Yeah, you're interesting, but you're also like this kind of like weirdly like kind of sad clown for them, which I can understand as being like an annoying single girl thing. That's upsetting as a guy because like i want to tell all the women out there like like the 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 reality of it is women compete with their level of relationships right like men do financially yeah so like the girl who's getting married is winning the girl in the relationship is is right behind her and the girl that's single is a fucking loser that's not fair or true but that's sometimes the reality of the brunch table Right. And you're looking around being like, you know, uh, you're, you're just checking rings on people's fingers, you know? So it's yeah. like, um, would I, you know, as a guy, it's kind of reverse. <laughs> if I'm at brunch and I'm single, you're dude, the coolest guy. I'm the fucking <laughs> king of Bonerville, USA. Okay. And everyone else is like, well, what's it like, man? You know, like <laughs> if I was on Tinder, I would have killed it. Let me see what hinge looks like. Do you think they all really feel that way? Or do you think some of them are like happy mm, where they no, are? No, I think there's like, I think like, it's like a level of like their stories can't be told. 
Right. Well, they don't have. No one really cares about their stories. No one cares. It's all the. Once you're in a relationship, it's all the same fucking story. Yeah. And if my buddy who was married was like, "Yo, I fucked this bitch last night," I'd be like, "That's your wife." Right. That's what are not, you talking not cool, about? Man. <laughs> yeah, this That's is kind of cool. weird. And like, like, not that right. I'm saying I'm coming to the tables going, "I fucked this bitch last night." I'm just saying like, right. This you can't tell the same story. You could have the same story as a married guy as a single guy has, and it would be weird because he's married. Right. It's not like, oh, like, I wish I had that. It's like, what kind of shit are you getting yourself into? (laughs) What's wrong with this relationship? (laughs) Uh, To answer this guy's email specifically, what uh, um, having been in his shoes. um, Do you get that a lot from your friends? Do you get them telling you like, fix up? Like, I have a girl for you or like, maybe like, what's your deal? I don't want to sound like, like I'm bragging or anything, but I I mean, like this guy, like he could be mediocre looking like I am. Like, like he could be a middle of the road guy like me. And it would be, yeah, you just get approached with these things because everyone wants to be the one that fix people up. Mm-hmm. Everyone, especially women, they want to be that person. I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We've, they, yeah, we've had we've a whole setup. Yeah. Whole setup episode. So the, they all want to do it. Um, to me, this guy, you have to resist the temptation. You have to say no to this because there's two things that happens when you're the single man in the group. Um, right. And I'll, I'll just say this as honestly as I can. You get a lot of people want to set you up and those people you're going to be angering along with the the girl if it doesn't work out. Right. So you have to if you're Mr. Invisalign, fucking go be Mr. Invisalign on your own. You're, make that your make that your dating profile. Yeah. <laughs> Invisalign 69. You got to you got to lone wolf it. You got to like resist those and if you do go into these fix-ups, you have to be like you have to take them seriously because your friends are going to be invested in that right. meetup. Which I can see is, okay, yeah. I've I've tried to set up, like, my boyfriend's friends, my friends. Sure. And, like, I have to say, there's girls are much more into being set, set up. My friends are much more into, into being set up than guys that, that I know new guys where I'm like, oh, I have a girl for you. They're like, eh, I don't really, like, want to. They wanna, should be. I don't really want to, like, go there. Every woman should be into se- being set up. Into being set up. Absolutely. Right. Why? But guys aren't because, because they don't want to. Because the same reason to... girls should be into it or why guys are not into it. Girls <laughs> should right, be into they it. Want, they want the guys to have a certain threshold for treating them well. Yes. Right. I, I call it the aunt theory. Right. Yeah. The, where you yes. have to have one person to disappoint. <laughs> you, have to have, you have to be, if you're dating a guy, just have one guy, person right. that they could be disappointing by not treating you the right way. And girls love a, a guy that's vetted. That's yes, like, it's yeah, a referral. this is someone that I know that's friends with someone that I'm dating. So by proxy, they're totally, you know, they're somewhat normal. The other thing that happens as a single guy in the group with all the relationship people is these girls start to fucking hate you. Um, you represent the life that their boyfriend could be having if she didn't exist. So okay. I get I get a lot of resentment from my friends, significant others, because it's like... They don't want you tempting them. Well, this is what right. I'm talking about. The clown thing that you said connects right. with me because what what would happen was my grandmother, late in life, she had Alzheimer's. Okay. So when she when she came down... I'm sorry. With all, <laughs> it's dead now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's fine. But what I noticed, she would do this thing where every time when you get into Alzheimer's, you like do these... like I, I, This is my experience with my grandmother. You do these like tricks to get you through the day. Okay. Like, like as far as like talking tricks, you didn't have to like, you didn't want to feel embarrassed or whatever. So she would just like roll her eyes at, at everything. So like, she'd be like, oh my God. And then her eyes would roll. So my fr- I would jokingly call her the cat clock. Okay. Because the <laughs> eyes would just keep going. Like anything you said, you'd be like, she'd be like, how's, I'd be like, She'd be like, how's the weather? I'd be like, it's nice out. She'd go, all right. <laughs> okay. You know, and roll her eyes. That's kind of what the girlfriends do to me. When you're telling the... the yeah. Just Every, any story I have, oh, yeah, they, they turn true. me into this clown so that their boyfriend doesn't think I'm a real person. Right. Because if I'm a real person, then I represent what their boyfriend could be actually fucking doing without them being That's a piece true. of... I feel you know, like every, a, a, every guy group has like the one guy that it's like, the guys tell the story. I almost feel like the guys tell us the story so that we know that they're like not the like... they're. Like this guy's, they like they say all the like shady fucked up thoughts that they have vicariously through this this guy. Like, yeah. oh, this guy like made us go to like four strip clubs and do this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like everything gets blamed. This, this guy, yeah, yeah, this guy, it's like you. Everything gets <laughs> yeah. blamed on me. Every right. shitty thing. Yeah, or they tell a funny story about some fucked up thing that this guy did to a girl, and like then you get to feel good that you're not dating that guy. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You become the as a man, you the become scapegoat. the, yeah. the scapegoat <laughs> for everything. Yeah. Yeah, it just so happens that 
I'm the only one talking this way. I'm the only one doing these things. Right. I'm the only one with these de- desires. <laughs> Everything gets put on me. So then every girl in that group, they start to be like, this guy's out of control. Yeah, that's and funny. And they start rolling their eyes at you all the time. So I would encourage, like, that's how it feels. And it feels bad because you're like, yeah, I'm a real person. <laughs> like, right. I, uh, like, I'm not I'm doing... Not, my dating life is more nuanced. I have feelings, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And half of the stories you hear are your boyfriend telling stories about himself that he's making me. Right. So that it's not him. Exactly. So he looks better because he, here's this guy with the terrible thoughts. Totally. I'm, like, just relaying them to you. But I feel like girls kind of sometimes do that almost like in the opposite way. Like, you have the one girl who's, like, pushing the boyfriend to do all this. Like, I have, like, I feel like every girl, every friend group has, like, one girl who's, like, doing the, like, crazy commitment push on her boyfriend. And, oh. then, and then the rest of the girls use that to show that they're way more normal. Oh, yeah. So Everyone. Like, oh, Sarah's, like... <laughs> Sarah's you know, Sarah's acting totally not. She's like been dating Brad for three months and she's trying to get him to move in. Like she's crazy. Yeah. And then you can do something like slightly less crazy. Every girl <laughs> needs a crazier barometer. Like yeah. a, like a, like a me. Yeah. It, the best thing you can do as a couple is have one shittier couple than you Definitely. around you. Yeah. To compare everything. So you well, feel good about yourself. So you feel good yeah. about yourselves and you have someone to talk shit about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason to, to live life is to talk shit. But I do. I. I. I don't. How does that? So like, as the single guy in the group to this guy, like, just know that you're the clown. You're the fucking weirdo to all these girls, and also, don't be tempted by these fix-ups if you don't want to take them. But how does it work when you're the one single girl in the group? When you're the one single girl in the group, there is like a, it's more of a pity thing. That's what I'm saying. That's like why it kind of sucks to be the only single girl in the group. I hate like, people that so are like, much. Because people feel like they're like, oh, because again, it's like, that's what you compete on. It's like if you had a guy in your group that was unemployed, you'd be like, yeah, I like want to help you. Like, let me introduce you. You'd probably try to help sure. him get a job. You'd introduce him to people. So for introduce girls, it's like, oh, like, like, and and I used to, when I was single, I used to love when my friends got in relationships. Cause I'd be like, oh, great. There's like a whole other group of guys. New set of referrals. There's a, right. There's a new set of referrals. Like if you know anyone, I mean, that's how I met my boyfriend, honestly, but it's like, there's a there's a sense of like okay like we're out now we gotta help you like get out too. I think girls need to like not push it as hard as they do. I agree. It becomes I think it becomes like a little weird because the once it turns to be like the majority of your friends in a group are in mm. relationships, then it becomes things become much more coupled and like the activities yeah. become much more coupled and there's less like oh like our girls nights out on the town and like we're going. This um, is when the feminist movement breaks down. Right, it does once <laughs> once there's like, once the, the there's a tipping point and there's more people in relationships than single people in the relation in, in the group chick. right yeah. then it's like okay now we're doing coupley shit and yeah. like you gotta find some you gotta find someone to bring we're going to the winery today <laughs> yeah. you better fucking have someone in that seat next to you yeah I mean or you could go alone and just be like just fucking watch couples like <laughs> Be happy. But why can't they That's go the alone? They right? can. You they know? can. But I've I've gone I've I've gone as a person in a relationship, and I've gone as a single person with all the couples, and it's more fun to be in the couple if, if everyone else is if, in the couple. Well, I would say this to women, okay? As a guy who's in a position with friends to set people up, right? You know, like if I if I take that male position of like I'm the boyfriend of, mm-hmm. and those to me, if I'm the single, like this is my advice to the single girl in the group. You got to be more positive about it than negative. You got to yeah. act like you're the champion. Uh, you're owning it. Like, I think owning it like this guy is. If you you're take the fun, attitude right? of this guy, I want to set that girl up more yeah. than I want. Well, everything on the app <laughs> sucks. No, I agree. I agree. It definitely yeah. is a bad attitude. I can see. I, I, on that note, I think that that's like the way to be. That's you should be positive and be like excited to date and be excited to be, be like on your own. It can bet it can get a little like draining. I could say I can see why it would be hard to be positive. And again, I was single for like five or six years, and I had a lot of, would be a lot around a lot of people in relationships. But a lot of my friends were single too. But it can be like it can be. I, it, it's, at times you do. It's kind of like I said. Like it's being single is a roller coaster. Dating is a roller coaster. Absol- it's like some days you're like, yeah, I'm excited to like go out and meet people and like potentially like be with someone and some days you're like oh i kind of feel like a little lonely like everyone around me seems to be like in this committed relationship and that is totally normal that's human and understand that everyone's going through that my point is these events these coupley events the winery the bus drinking bus thing, the happy hour whatever it might be you can turn it up 
for those events. Okay. That's where I, like, if I'm someone out there, if I'm a single girl who wants to be off the apps, who wants to be off the, guys want to set up the girl that's at these events having fun. having a good time. Right. And I'm not saying, if you're not going to be a good time at these events, then don't, then say the fuck home. Yeah. But if you're going to come out to these and be like, hey, I'm here, I don't care that everyone's a fucking couple because I'm going to get my drinks in. And fucking go, and, and then if I meet someone, I meet someone. If I don't, I don't. Right. And I'm not if gonna I, push it. Yeah, I think that's the if I don't, I don't thing. It's like going out to like meet someone. I think is where mo- a lot of single girls. Yeah. Kind of, like they think it's a successful night if they meet someone or if they form a connection. But it's like you can have a good time just like dancing with your friends or yeah. like having fun or like drinking with your friends. Or just, and don't avoid these coupley nights. Right. Like I, I would say, like I, I think it's a every guy who's in a good relationship is excited to have the friend who's single come. The girlfriend or the guy friend? Like, what do you mean? Like, he's excited to have, like, the... Like, if I went out with a girlfriend, and then her friend who's, like, single was like, yeah, I got nothing to do tonight, Uh, my friend's gonna come too. If she was like, my friend's gonna come too, single. I've never been like, oh, my night's ruined. (laughs) No, it adds a dynamic to my date. It adds a, you know, like, it adds a whole different thing. Um, and, and like, if this person's fun, then I'm like, okay, we got to find a guy. Right. You're like, fucking, you're wingmanning. We, yeah. We got to find yeah. a fourth leg to this table. Right. You know? And I think a lot of girls get afraid that they're like, oh, third wheel, fifth wheel. I think that attitude of third wheel, fifth wheel, you got to get over that shit. Right. Cause it's only, it's only a fifth wheel if you're like sitting there sulking or something yeah. like that. Right. Otherwise it, it's just like it's another fun flat tire, right, another fun person in the group that everyone also, it's like, everyone wants to like watch you and like do all the shit that they can't yeah. do. And I think guys mm-hmm. are a lot better at inviting the single friend in than maybe a group of girls are. Right. Cause there's a, sen- I think there's a sense with girls where it's like the person's going to feel a little left out, which like they might, Shh, they might, but yeah, yeah. that's your fucking problem. You guys know I'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows there's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect but it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine thanks to vegamore sticking to my hair routine has never been easier and i'm finally seeing the shinier healthier looking hair that i've always wanted now i love the way my hair looks and feels It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do some emails. Let's do it. You ready? UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Listen, people. Keep rating, reviewing, subscribe. Take a screenshot of you listening right now. Tag us. I send a heart. 
Do I, I always send a heart or a, or even a thank you. I said, wow. wow. It's a full. Look at you. Yeah. And Jordan, has, Jordan has shit to do. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing to do. She's sending thank yous. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I got I'm not a ton to do in the cave. Just waiting for. <laughs> just peering waiting out. Waiting to record. All right. I'm going to read the next Waiting for me email. to come back with tales from, from, the, from, from, from the abroad. From the great outside. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in room. Dear Jordan and Jared, as millennials go through the scaries that we now know as modern dating, as modern dating, I believe there's a new kind of relationship. It's the modern day pen pal relationship. I'm currently going through this and I have friends in similar situations. What I mean by the modern day pen pal, I mean that it's the person that you text back and forth about random shit every day without the intention of making plans. My current pen pal I met by accident spilling a drink on at a bar. We met up the next week and had a fabulous time. I ended up staying at his place and left the next morning. He texted me that very same day. And here we are a few weeks later, still texting every day about random shit. I'm not saying our continual conversation isn't intriguing. I mean, we talk about things that, in, that interest us, not just how was your week. I've, I've asked to hang out once after the first meetup, but we both ended up not being able to. So I find myself in this predicament of being pen pals with this dude. There's a part of me that believes if he wasn't interested, he would have ghosted me long ago. And not kept the conversation going, but he hasn't. We're also friends on Snapchat. Um, is, is this part of taking it slow and getting to know each other before the next hangout? Or is this pen pal heading to the inevitable nowhere and he's just keeping me on back burner? How do you get yourself out? Or do you just move the fuck on and find another fish in the sea? My friends and I can't be the only people that find themselves in this predicament. I would love your input. Love the show. This is a great email. I like this email. A lot too. of people in this predicament. Uh, can I put on my lab coat? and become and Dr. Di- Real. Dissect? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, let me get Dr. Real on this mm-hmm. fucking person. Right. Okay? I have a lot of theories on this, and I think I'm right. And I'll give you... The name Pen Pal was created to put the blame on the other person. Okay. We And not to say this other person isn't being a dickhead. <laughs> They're a dick. But take some responsibility. The name Pen Pal was created so that you can absolve yourself of getting hurt and making it your fault. Because Pen Pal, it's two to tango, baby. Right. You have to write back to all these texts without asking for a plan. Every yeah. time you don't ask for a plan, that's you, you know, juking out of getting turned down. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's, it's a weird time to be a woman in a <laughs> sure. lot of ways. I think one of the big things is like, you're supposed to be like, you're supposed to be a, aggressive in a lot of, and women now are supposed to be aggressive in a lot of areas of their lives. They're supposed to be aggressive at work. They're supposed to be going yeah. after what they want. Sure. But when it comes to dating, it's always like, don't come on too strong or like, he's not going to be into, he wants to chase you a little bit. That's like sort of the mixed messaging that girls get. It's like, you have to both, both like demand a certain level of something, but also not say it just like only choose the guys. Yeah, but this girl's doing it wrong. It. You're right. doing it wrong. I understand what you're right. saying is absolutely correct. Yeah. I want to chase. I want to be the man. Right. But I also, um, want some semblance of, the girl having a little bit of power in this too. Right. Well, you want her to have like a little respect for herself. It's Absolutely. almost like that's really, I think what it comes down to. And I think for girls, it becomes this, I, I remember this just having this sort of like internal debate in my head of like, yeah, I want to like say what I want. And I want to like, I don't want to be in this pen pal situation. Cause I've, I've been in there too. Sure. But it's also like, oh, I don't want to like be this like aggressive girl who's like coming onto this guy and like kind of chasing chasing this guy who doesn't really want me. So it becomes this kind of like weird in between space where you're not really sure what to do. And I get where this girl is. I, the issue is here. That's not to say I don't understand where she's coming from, mm-hmm. but she has to stop saying, "Well, how does this pen pal thing right, happen?" Just, don't be fucking an idiot. Yeah, here's you what know, you have to say: you, is like, when are, when do you want to hang out? You could say that. You could even be like less. If you even feel that's too much, because I understand some girls are like, I'm not that type of person. Fine. Mm-hmm. But you got to play the game. Your goal isn't text tomorrow. Your goal is seeing this person within the next, within a reasonable amount of time. Right. So keeping that goal in mind, if this guy's like, how's your day doing? There's a point where you can go, nothing really going on. A lot of work today. Tomorrow I'm going to go home and maybe go out for drinks. I don't know what your plan is. You can always lead it right. towards lead that. Him, like lead him into the ask out, right? Yeah, you can yeah. always, you can play this game smarter than you're playing and you can read between the lines to go, this guy ain't for real. Right. All he wants is text. All he wants to do is meet up late night. All he wants to do, because what happens, the pen pal is created by guys who would fuck you. But, but not date you. Not date you. Right. 
Yeah, and I think that's the kind of the lesson here. Honestly, <laughs> Sorry. that's kind. Of, no, I think that's a good thing. I think that's what people really need to hear. Yeah. Um, and I think the move, like the move, is either yeah. Again, lead him into this place, but you know what? Give him yeah. Have your, it's totally fine to have like a timeline in your head to the, the point where you're like, I'm giving him these hints. I'm setting him up to like ask me to do something, and if he's not doing it in like three or four days, then like I'm just not going to answer anymore. Even, this guy's wasting your time. I'd even give someone. Everyone gets two weeks. You think two weeks? Listen, let's let's give longer than I'll give people the benefit of every doubt because listen, this person owes you nothing and you owe them nothing. So right, they don't right, right. But if you're a girl and you if you're looking to to date and you want a guy who's interested in dating you, have have a guy who asks to see you. Sure, right, this yeah, is what I'm saying. Right, like yeah. if you haven't seen this person, if you've been texting with uh, for two weeks and haven't seen each other, that's a ghost, baby. They don't fucking exist. Right. They don't want... And here's what texting does for guys. And the beauty of texting for guys is that it can feel like you're getting to know someone without getting to know someone. Right. So that's what... It's almost like there's there's the guys who are the bad texters who sure. like don't really give a shit. But then there's other guys who are the good texters who are like almost feigning this like... Every the, text is like fe- a... Right. Feigning this connection, which isn't really there. Because totally. it's not... You're not being It's like person. an eighth of a date. Right. Like every exactly. day you text is like an eighth Bullshit, of a date. Yeah. And if you get through eight days of texting... Hey, you're you're basically trusted enough to meet out late night, and as I mean, I'm saying that, and it sounds bad. Beware, yeah. But this, this is, is the, the reality. Mindset. This is the mindset. So hey, I'll keep texting and texting and texting until she trusts me enough to meet me in a dark in a dark bar to then <laughs> have like a serious <laughs> predator. <laughs> but I'm yeah. saying I'm not, right. and I mean this in the least predator. No, I think of this, way, is, this is the, an honest thing, which I think a lot of girls don't hear because their friend, your friends aren't going to be like, yeah, he just keeps texting you because like because he wants to fuck and he doesn't right. want to fucking go yeah, out to no dinner one, with you. No one's friend is telling them that, so it's great to be have a to have a guy who does not try and have sex with you who's going to tell. <laughs> you the truth i'm sorry but, no but it's true it's like if a guy it's like yeah that's why i say three or four days because it's like i'm a busy person if you want to have a conversation with me i've got shit to do so if you want to speak to me if you want to have a real conversation ask me to do something i'll talk to you we'll in person yeah but this is what guys are doing or this is what the pen pal is doing right they they have a plan you need a plan too so if their plan is to keep texting you and texting you and texting you until there's enough trust built up that they can get a late night meet up and a hook up and never have to speak to you again, your plan has to be to defend against that. Right. You can't just be a bag in the wind. You got to fucking lock in and get ready for this war. And sometimes it's going to be easy. And those are the people you should meet because right. they want to meet you. And you're going to be like, wow, this was so easy. Yeah, because you're not wasting your time. Right. And it's cl- when someone wants to see you. They're going to ask you to do something. That's sort of like the essence of like anything. Everyone is busy until they don't want to be busy. Right. That's That's the reality of life. Everyone's a bad texter until there's someone they want to text. Yeah. And and they're good. And until they need a blowjob. And then all of a sudden. He becomes a great texter. He's pretty good. Super available. Yeah. Just like, just remember that. But I think the, the, this, what this person is getting at is like this notion of like, well, these are just people that like to text. I don't understand what's going on. I just told you what the fuck's going on. Right. I told you. That's what. Oh, that's the only answer to the question because I've done it. I've been that guy. I'll keep texting. Eh, do I want to spend my Tuesday night out with this person or do I want to be in my PJs? Yeah. And PJs he- just won. And here's the thing. It's like you can give it two weeks, you can give it three days, but you should give it a certain set allotted amount of time because after a certain amount of time, if he's not asking you out, he doesn't want to date you. Yeah. So and stop answering him because you're just you're now allowing him to like resonate in your mind when nothing's really going to be happening. And it's there's nothing aggressive. I don't understand it. Women are like, I don't want to be aggressive. There's nothing aggressive of being like, hey, today's totally crazy. Um, down for drinks tomorrow. Let me know if you're around. Yeah. I don't think I've never looked at me like, whoa, what a ballsy <laughs> woman we got here. She's obsessed with me. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been yeah. like, ah, shit. That that is the moment the lights just went on in the bank while I'm trying to rob it. Right, right. I think here's the here's the female mindset on sending out that text sure. because I think that there's a sense of if I send out that text, I'm saying I'm down to hook up. I'm down to meet up and hook up. Nah, I, like, I don't. I, I I understand that, but also hook up. You you're in charge of your own life. So right, you, don't you, can have, go on a, right. you can go out to drinks with someone and be like, and then they can be like, hey, you want to come back to my place? And you can go, Say no, nah, yeah. but I'm up for, for drinks again, you know, next week. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's always, you know, yeah, I think you don't these, be, we want to be wary of giving off the signal that you're like down to fuck if you're not. Fucking is a negotiation. Right. At, at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's never. It's never a done deal. It's never a done yeah. deal. You get to. You get the right to look at the contract and go. Ah, eh, rewrite. I here's how I. Here are the terms I wanted on. Right. And and I'm saying this with full mind of all the dangers out there and all the shitty people that exist and 
I, I, I hope I don't see it sound like I'm like ignoring the idea of like a man, you're on a date with like a man who could take advantage. I understand right. that that could happen. Yeah. Believe me. And that's awful. And I, that's not my, I, I that's hope. That's not that, what you're talking about. That's what I'm here. talking right, about. Yeah. I'm hoping that's outside of like the realm of this conversation, even though it's not in most cases. But I'm saying, if you go on a date with a guy and the guy goes, and you guys make out at the end of the date, you're making on the street. And he goes, actually, I live nearby. You go, you know, listen, I'm tired tomorrow. It's okay to fucking lie, too. And, be like, yeah. and then that's the chase I'm talking about, where it's like, I got to wake up early tomorrow, but I had a really good time. And that's okay. And I think if a guy looks at you and goes, well, fuck this bitch. Good, good, good right, job on you. Thing, right. You that's an even better, better sign that you should, yeah, that, that you, you shouldn't, shouldn't have done, done it. it. But yeah. at the same time, it's the, uh, the guy that had a good time with you is going to go, yeah, of course I want to fuck, but uh, yeah, I'll go out with her again because I want to meet her more. Right. So I, I just think like there's... You got to play defense. You got to play defense. Not enough women are playing defense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's like there's like a fear of like being too aggressive or of like coming off like too strong or any of those but things. Then there's this but, other then, but then you wind it's like you, it goes it all rolls back to that first conversation where you're like girls afraid of acting crazy is what like gets guys to get away well, with so much shit. There's that and but then there's this other version of girl that I come in contact with a lot because you know I'm giving advice and on dating and stuff so a lot of it, this I'm like I don't I don't care you know like okay. if you disagree you disagree but I'm saying a lot of girls will come back at me with this advice where i'm like hey just let her not let them know like hey tomorrow i'm free let me know what's up well i i don't mm -mm. they can go fuck themselves this like prideful girl right and at that and to that girl i go then this guy isn't the guy for you move the right fuck that's on. what i'm saying it's like that's what i think that yeah that that's a great point and it rolls back to other things that we've said which is like stop thinking about it like how do i get this guy to like to yeah, like do these things it's all you should be thinking about it like this guy who's not doing these things is not a match for me because this is what I want and this guy isn't doing it. Have, so. have your own standard. Right. Oh, my standard is this guy who keeps texting has really disappointed me. Well, guess what? Right. He ain't your new fucking guy. Exactly. What do I do about this guy who doesn't text me weird hours randomly? It's like <laughs> find someone who want, who texts you at a, time, at, at, a, at a pace that you enjoy. And, right. and listen, that's, that's fully understanding how bad it feels to have no one texting you. Right. Sometimes we're texting these people just to keep our egos alive. And I do get that. Like this pen pal girl, she's keeping this going to keep right. a certain level of someone wants me. Yeah, and I get that. It's better, you know, it can get lonely if you're single. It can but, get lonely. You can get you like there's a sense of I'd rather a little attention than no attention. But that's a drug. Yeah. Don't get addicted to that definitely little, a drug. That's a little that's a little drip of morphine. Yeah. Is is the text it's that the go same, on forever that you never meet? It's the same fucking thing. It's yeah, the same right. Thing. You get that drop in your stomach when you see the text. You get excited. If you don't get it. Where's my Where's my fix? It's yeah, fucked up. And it's like, listen, you got to find a new drug dealer, and that's <laughs> tough to find. Yeah, or like not have it not be about that. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get fifteen percent cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta. Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another email. Let's do another email. Do you want to read this one? I'll do it. Okay. Jays. That could be Jews. That could be Jordana and Jared. That could be a number of things. I have a simple question. I broke up with my ex about a year ago. I have ne- I've since been seeing someone new for about nine months. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah. And things are going great with her. After the split, we unfriended each other on everything except Facebook. Now I am wondering... When isn't it okay to follow an ex again after a breakup? What? Right. We're both seeing someone new and I have no interest in getting back with her. Should I leave it as is? Or is there a proper way to refollow? See, emails like this um, make me think that guys, there's there's just something, there's just something different. I'm like reading this and I had to include it because I was just like, I had to ask you, is this something that guys want to do or think about? No refollow goes unnoticed. Yeah, that's, if I had a, there is no if such I saw thing. a refollow, I would be like, I I'm astounded <laughs> at the, the balls and the like. I've had girls get mad at me and then they'll, you know, I don't, you don't even, un- I don't notice an unfollow, do you? Um, no, I've definitely not right away. It's tough to notice on Instagram because it like Twitter it was like, right so now. and so follows you. Instagram doesn't really have that you as have much. You have to search for it. You have it. to really right. care. I don't, it's funny when I'll have someone unfollow me and then like all of a sudden the girl will refollow once she's like come to terms, she'll feel on okay. I'll be over. Like, Look who's coming back. <laughs> not so mad anymore. Yeah, huh? <laughs> exactly. I've never thought nothing of it. Right. So to this guy. She's going to look at that and go, that relationship's fucked up. That guy wants back with me. Yeah. I mean, like, there, I find there to be zero reason if you're in a happy relationship to fo- refollow an ex. And, and it's, it's interesting to me because I'm thinking, hearing this, I'm going, she's fucking private. He wants, <laughs> wants to, to see, see what's going on. Do you think he's as happy as he says he is? No. Right? <laughs> I think he's, I think it's a 12 month relationship. And then now it's nine months in. So that means. He was broken up for like two months or something, three months. Yeah, three months. Don't don't this fucking isn't a follow podcast. her. No, just don't do it. Also, look at your relationship <laughs> and see if you're into your girl still. Yeah, that you're not. It's like not only has he thought about when the proper protocol is to refollow the ex, but he emailed us. Yeah, l- l- us. listen, he could, have, he could have refollowed. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow her. Follow us. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, listen. Uh, anytime you have the m- the moment where you're like, "Should I refollow an ex?" Here's the answer. Don't. No. It's never a good idea because you are with every follow of someone you know. It says something. Right. Nothing exists in a vacuum. If you if if likes didn't matter, we like every post. If an ex followed you, would you would you follow them again? Follow them back? Yeah. So you if I wanted to fuck them, but not otherwise. Not otherwise. That's fair. If I wanted to fuck them, I'd I'd follow them back, and I'd be like, and I'd start the tango, start liking shit. Right. Oh hey, it's but been a while. If you're happy, there's no reason to. No, and if they, if an ex followed me, would you I would, block them or something? No, I would just like let it be. You would wonder what made you would feel a little good because you'd be like this person. I'm clearly winning. I would feel good. I would also have a little bit of like, ooh, what's going on in their life? What? Who would they just break up right. with? Who hurt? Who, who, who hurt you? you? <laughs> yeah. Why are you coming back to you know? Right. You know, Joe Stable. Yeah, you know? there's just no reason to like reignite a like communication or friendship with someone that like you are no longer with. It's okay to just be fine with people. Yeah, everyone's a fine person. You don't have to be friendly. No, it's unnecessary. Let's do another one. Hello, love the podcast, and I've been spreading the word to listen. My question is about my serious boyfriend. We've been dating for a year and a half, and I absolutely adore him. We are 28 and 29. And 
um, and both have demanding jobs that inhibit us both from going out a lot. As a rule, I don't drink Sunday to Thursday and live a pretty intense, healthy lifestyle. So does my boyfriend, and um, it's something that we're both passionate about. However, I do love a cocktail, and occasionally, maybe once or twice a month, I like to go out with my gal pals. Hey, girl. <laughs> my BF <laughs> has openly told me he doesn't like it. Not for me hanging what? out with my girlfriends or anything psycho like that, but for the drinking part. Maybe that is psycho? A little bit. I like I like Jordana can occasionally be a huge brat when I drink. Uh-oh. But for the better part of my relationship, I've totally tamed it back and stopped the annoying random arguments after one too many glasses of wine. But he still gets annoyed when I drink. He also has the fabulous habit of counting my cocktails and then shaming me the next morning when and if I am hungover. I've ta- we've talked about it and he has gotten better, but I think I'm entitled to have a gal's night out and to occasionally have one too many cocktails. I work so hard during the week and love to blow off some steam. I don't like to talk about it with my friends and I'm hoping you can give me some advice. Please be nice. He's really a doll, just super annoying about drinking. XOXO, very sober bitch. This is a tough one because we only know so much. Right. But there's things in her email that tell me something about her. About her. Uh, yeah, there's okay. a few things. I mean, he, counting drinks, that sucks to yeah, be around. No I, one want feel, to feel like they're being like babysat. But if someone, uh, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. So if he, if she's admittedly kind of a brat, right. I have a feeling she's, she's a, a, maniac. a pain in the fucking ass when she's drunk. <laughs> right. And if he's gotten to the point where he's great on everything else, but now he's counting drinks, that's his passive aggressive way of being like, you're fucking, I don't like you when you're drunk. Right. And you get a certain way and it becomes my responsibility. And every time you go on these girls nights, you become a drag on my life. Right. And this is just, I'm making assumptions on assumptions because of the way the email is written. The way that she's phrased it, right. Like she writes that, um, um, count, you know, kind of, you know, I work so hard is everyone's working hard, bitch. Right. Everyone is working hard. Working hard doesn't make you mean you're allowed to act like an asshole. Exactly. Right, this yeah. is what, so when someone says, I'm working so hard, that's them elevating their time above the normal person's time. Right. And, and I don't mean to like make her feel badly. I'm just saying like, you're just like everyone else. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like saying like, I work so hard. I deserve the right to come home and like beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. well, like, I deserve to let off some steam. Yeah. It makes me feel good. I, I, <laughs> like I work I so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like that sounds like some battered wife shit to me. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. get, did you get that vibe from the email? Because the counting drinks thing is like a, like that's like a, a douchey, like, annoying thing for a guy or girl anyone to do right especially if you're not an alcoholic um <laughs> but it 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 feels like if it's only happening on these girls nights that you're going out on these girls nights and getting to a point where you come home and you're like and you're crying or you're giving him shit or your jealousy comes out and it comes out in this bad way so you know you can only drive your own boat so like maybe becoming a little more self reflective right or like yeah, maybe maybe knowing that you are annoying around your boyfriend when you when you drink that's fine you can also go out and do that and then like not hang out with him that night right yeah you that's can do a, a girls night and like yeah. sleep at their place right or just like not you know not have to interact with them like it's okay to like not if, if you're not in like the right mode where someone's not like gonna make your energy better you could just not see them that night yeah or it, like i mean that's great advice i mean the <laughs> the idea of like Hey, you know that that spot is going to make you into like not deal with someone the right way. Right. Take away from that spot. Take that yeah. out of the equation. Take it out of the equation. Or take a look at your drinking habits. Like there's, you know, there's two things to look at here. Um, I don't think you can fix him before you look at yourself and make yourself better because I, right. it feels like this counting drinks thing is a reaction to how you're being when you're together. I would also say. Like let's let's think of it this way. Let's say she like let's say she took juice cleanse, right? Let's say like she's super annoying, sure. super antsy on a juice cleanse, but it's something she does. She likes to do it every month or so, Has whatever, blah it. blah blah. But when she's on it, she's kind of a bitch because she's hungry. Got to do it. You could still do it. Just don't be around a person that like it's not like their job to like deal with your negative energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do whatever you want, but then like that doesn't give the other person. I mean, they have to like deal with you you're not their luggage to carry exactly it could be a chore i mean for this guy i would also like the way that uh, the way you're living your life where you're like very stringent on rules and drinking not drinking nights 
Thursday to Sunday, you know, what, what did she say? Sunday to Thursday yeah. are no drinking nights, and I work very hard, and <laughs> I am going <laughs> to, and I am a, a hard charging woman, and it's like, fine, good for you. Um, maybe plan a night with you and your guy in the same way. Maybe he feels a little left out. You think that could be that could be part of it, I guess. It could yeah. be part of it too. Like where you're doing these girls' nights and listen, you and I as a couple, we only get so many nights together. Right. So it's like, oh, that girls' night automatically now I'm out. So I can't be in on that girls' night, which is fine. But if you're not putting a level of participation into your own relationship, maybe the guy feels like Hey, what's going on on these girls' nights? Why do you need so many of them right. on the only few nights that you're willing to go out? And then you come back and you're all... I could see why a guy might be annoyed if it's like you do these girls' nights, you get super drunk, you come home, and you're all irritated with him yeah. every time you go out without him. Girls' <laughs> nights only annoy guys when it feels like they're doing it to see other guys. Oh. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, like I've, I've been in situations where you're with a girl and she's like... Tonight is the girls' night. We will not miss it. And you're There's like, whoa, no boys allowed. why do you need this so badly? Right. And then you just see the pictures of them like flirting and being around other guys. And it's like, yeah, it feels like you're trying to get something out of this that you're not getting in this relationship. Right. Or put some energy into like doing something fun with like totally. your actual I, relationship. I have friends that are married and they do this thing like they'll do a, uh, they do an adult night. Right. Once every six months. Have I talked about it on the set? Oh, I think so. Yeah, they do. They go into like, they rent a They get a hotel, hotel room. room together. They get fucked up together. Sounds kind of fun. They get dressed up. They might do some recreational things together. They're, they're, and, but they're like, we're having the biggest fucking night. Right. That on that night. Nice. And then yeah. we're just, and then we, do, we got right. it out of our system. It's something that month. involves the other person that they're like part of, not like this fun thing that you're doing that they're not invited to or allowed to go to. Totally. And if, if you, if there's something about the girls' night where it kind of feels like, I, I'm not saying, and guys do this too. This isn't. Yeah, they're great. Guys have their own little guy Anytime thing. there's like a night right. thing where it's put together, there's a lot of times in relationships where it feels like you've put more work into the girls' or guys' night than you've ever put into right. the nights with your significant other. Yeah, no, I could, I definitely can understand that. I think that's kind of hurtful. Hurtful. Right? And yeah. a lot of girls, what they'll do is they'll be like, well, we're the old couple. And then all of a sudden, they're not the old couple on this girl's night. Like, right. That's the night they decided on a crop top. <laughs> Where the fuck's my crop top, bitch? Right. You want, you want to see the crop top yeah. when you go out. Yeah. I want to see the half a titty that came out. <laughs> that's funny. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do some more. All right. Games? Um, let's do some games, yeah. Okay. A lot of people asking red flag or deal breakers. Just in general. Like yeah. like when I'm out. Like what did, what do you think of them? Lot Have of you gotten any interesting ones? A lot of uh, I can't remember, but just a lot of people like coming up to me randomly being like, What do you think of this one? And I'll be like, ah you know, like um a lot any of feedback ones? on the bestiality yeah. conversation <laughs> we had. I gotta say What do they think? They uh, you were oddly calm. 
is a lot. I've, I've never had sex with an animal, uh, to my knowledge. I know one I've dated has, but you know. One of my friends, she wrote me a message being like that she was listening to that part and she was like, "There's, I guess there's some country where the, the tradition is that the men take the boys out to fuck a goat. Oh my God. And it's like, that could be a thing where the guy like fucks a goat, gets an H1, you know, visa, <laughs> goes <laughs> to school here, husband, normal yeah. person. Okay. So I was too calm. I have to get more, I don't know. more I, listen, worked no, up. I, I, that's the whole thing about this podcast. Honestly, right. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm being realistic. I think you know, you pl- a wedding's expensive. I find out the day <laughs> of, like, I've got a whole honeymoon. I've already yeah. taken the days off of work. Deal with a dog blowjob. I don't know. I mean, I'd like, to, I'd like to be the kind of person who gets more worked up over that, but. Listen, we we all are who we are, <laughs> yeah, and we are. we're not. Sometimes we're not. It's the, not okay. It's not okay. But sometimes you know. we don't look as good as our Instagram pictures would, th- <laughs> would, would 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 you know put us out to be. I wish my Instagram pictures reflected that I was more angered at the concept of bestiality <laughs> and spent more time in a cave peering out. Exactly. Red flag or deal breaker? Okay, invites you over to their house, and you find out that their room is covered with Batman memorabilia. And everything else is is great. Everything's great. Big Batman guy. Or some version of comic book stuff. Right. Uh, Red flag. It's fine. Red flag. I can can work with that, I think. Uh, You know, I think. What if he... Okay, so I think it's hot. I'm like... You're into into that. If I came back and the girl like had a whole Batman, Batgirl... What if it's Barbie? Barbie. You're into it. You know why I'm into it? Because then it's going to get kinky. Um, I've been to Comic Con before. Okay. And if you're super into this and into anything, you're gonna dress up as that thing. You're at all some about point. The, you're all about the new girls. New girl, right. same girl, new girl. Different, different. She's got a one night. She's Batwoman, whatever Catwoman, the next whatever the night, fuck her name is. She's yeah. my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, this adds a whole dimension where Could I'm this like, point to some commitment thing. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but to me, I'm looking at that. And I'm like, all right, Barbie night is happening. You're into it. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. she's so into it that like, I'm sure there's an element of sexual right. sexuality that comes out of this. I'm sure for the guy, if he's got a Batman bedroom and then all of a sudden you're fucking a- Batman. He's got a he's got a like a Clark Kent Superman kind of thing going on. Yeah, that could be hot. Yeah, it could be. It's funny because like the things that men and women sort of value in in sex and <laughs> relationships. I'm like a stability. I want to know. I want to know. You're gonna know the girl could be different. I want to yeah. know the guy's gonna be like the same. The same. That <laughs> same he's not, boner. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I, I think probably, especially the longer you're in a relationship. That, but in the beginning, I'd be like, I want this person to be normal. It, yeah, but also it's their high school bedroom. Like, oh, it's, it's their high school room. You know, they're... Oh, they're, okay. It's their oh, whole, their high it, school yeah, room. I'm talking about their... I was thinking like their city. Oh, maybe their, like, uh, like their, their apartment. current apartment yeah. Are you is not covered that? in that stuff. You know what girls get weird about? Like uh, if you come back and they're like, that's that's my blanket for my whole life. Do you have that like... <laughs> my blankie? Yeah, your blankie. No, so? I don't... I'm not... I didn't really grow up in too sentimental of a... <laughs> no of a like stuffed this. animal. No, there's nothing that I'm like... No, I'm like a little, I'm, I'm a fucking bitch. I'm above that. Well, hold on. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker. You go back to a guy's apartment and he, and he has, has on, he, his bed is fully made. And then there's like an old bunny rabbit that's obviously his, his apartment. Like, childhood bunny. And he's like, it would be a, tur- he's like, oh, that's hop hop. <laughs> it would be a turn off. <laughs> it would be a turn Now let's fuck. Okay. My, my boyfriend went to the university of Miami. Okay. And I went to see his apartment once and he has these like, he has like this university of Miami, like gnome. Okay. Like, he had like a balcony in his room. He has like a gnome out there, um, and I was like, like the Travelocity gnome. Like it lo- yeah, it looks like a gnome, but it's like branded. Like a lawn for, gnome. Yeah. Okay. It's like branded with it's the, like Miami, it's the Miami whatever yeah. shit on it. I didn't say anything at first, but then like a couple months in, I was like, "Can you get rid of those? Like they're creeping me out. I don't like them." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not like a like a hop hop. That's not the. You know. It's not as weird, but it's like it's kind of like this is this is your decor style. Sure. Um, I'd prefer it wasn't. <laughs> there are things you don't want to see while fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, like you like all of a sudden you're like on top, and then all of a sudden you look over. There's a gnome. Yeah. You know, you don't want to see that, or like you know, it's, I'll be like fucking, and then all of a sudden I gotta look at into the one eye that's left on the you know the bear that she had from from her fucking mom's tit. You know, like <laughs> like you know, like her like so baby bear. Are you okay with that? 
I'm okay with it, but put it away. It's, it's not, like a yeah. dog watching you it fuck is just as weird as their childhood doll. It doesn't feel like an adult thing. Yeah. You it feels like they're holding wanna, on to something. Right. You want to feel like you're like having sex with a grown up ish. Yeah. I mean, I do understand like it's For your, a man anyway. I it's think your there's fan. like a. Yeah. But like, I understand like that's your doll from childhood. It's what connects you to your home. Like, I don't think I'd be out. But at the same time, I'd be like, put it away. Like, right. it doesn't need to be in the bed with us. You know, while, yeah. you know, like, I don't want to, like, have my arm around your your bear yeah. while I'm getting a blowjob. It's okay to have some mystery in a relationship. You can have some weird shit that you sure. just, is just for you. <laughs> <laughs> All We're, right. Uh, they've never masturbated before. Um, Never masturbated before. I think that's. See, the only way that would come up. I feel like that would come up. I think that's a thing you ask in relationships. But like, are we gonna have sex? And I'm like, and then you wouldn't know like, for a while, maybe. Never masturbated before. I guess it's by the time you knew, you wouldn't. It would be fine. It's a really big red flag to me. Right. Not a deal breaker, but a big red flag. I feel like as a for a guy, it might be it might be a deal breaker because I, I mean, would just be like, I don't. Are you like a serial killer or something going on? I don't. Also, how much cum is gonna come out right? of you? <laughs> terrifying <laughs> like, what's going on i wouldn't uh, blowing that dude oh yeah. have my you ever met god a guy who'd never jerked off before i don't think that's I've like almost possible right i've never heard of i would assume he had some weird religious psycho psychosexual disorder or something i don't know where does the cum go <laughs> i don't know i don't know like how, a, how does the male anatomy like coming work? out of their mouth because it it's come built out, up right <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. In like forty year old virgin, I, I kind of seemed like he like didn't masturbate. Yeah, it did right. I didn't even really. That's like, also a movie. Uh, <laughs> it's not. That's not. A, that wasn't a documentary. No, no, no. It's, it's also. So weird. I, I just. Yeah, for a guy, it's fucking batshit. Yeah. I don't know why. For a woman, I don't. I'm like, there's some level of like I can understand it. It's yeah. It's just a different. There's nothing. I mean, it's not a. There's no like semen it's like a, i want a girl <laughs> masturbating a lot like i want to know i like i want i want a girl to be like to, to, to masturbate a lot just to understand where i'm coming from you want her to have the same sex drive as you not the same but i want her to be like i get it i gotta fucking masturbate too like i don't right. know also that's where they might have their own toys you know when someone's like a bigger masturbator that means they've right. got like a whole like you know, like in the in the in Bond when they open the window and there's all the guns. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see that level of toys with the girl. She's like, oh, I'll go with uh, you know the 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 ramrod today. So you want you think of it as a sign that she's sexually adventurous? Yeah. Or like rather, the lack of it is a sign that you, she's not really down for that. N- not yeah. sexually adventurous at all. Yeah. Doesn't know. Also, when you masturbate, you start to know your own body more. Right. You know what you like. No one knows you That's more true. than you. So the more you masturbate, like. I'm I'm assuming the more fun it would be to go down on a girl who masturbates a lot because she, she knows, knows what she wants. She knows right. where the fucking hidden keys to Omex's tomb are. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, right, right. Okay, last one. Um, they say in all in all sincerity that their ex is worse than Hitler, and they're not even like trying to it's exaggerate. A deal breaker. Deal, deal breaker. Breaker. Any. I mean, first of all, because my my dad used to say that about my mom. Really. <laughs> <laughs> after their divorce worse <laughs> than hitler no smile no smirk what no smile no yeah, like irony like your to mother it. is just fucking hitler hitler, <laughs> hitler. it's unbelievable here's the thing and he is the child of holocaust survivors so that <laughs> that'll tell you what kind of child like <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad uh, things got that was <laughs> i mean would you deal so red flag or deal like what would you do um i think it would be it would definitely be a very if they if they were willing to say that okay yeah if I could get them to admit they were exaggerating, mm. red flag. But if they were just like no like I think she's literally the worst person I've ever blah blah blah. I'd be I, like you don't. I think it would be a deal breaker just because they clearly would have a lot of angst. It's a deal breaker because also like if you have to I I just believe in empathy like I I believe right. in like you don't believe in good people and bad people. No, I right. believe in gray people. I right. believe that we all live in the middle somewhere and um, on a spectrum right. sort of for good and bad. And I think everyone's trying. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going out there trying to be a bad person to other people. Maybe but some people are better at being good people than other people. But um, any relationship I've had, if they were listening to this podcast, I would always, you know, th- there would be no evil thing that would come out of my mouth about them because I don't 
think of them have we had bad moments right yeah have you have do i think they acted wrongly in certain places yes but i acted wrongly in certain places so i would hope that anyone has like a nuanced view of like every person especially someone they've dated i can see that that's what i'm saying you are better every ex made you the person you are today right and you're a good person and they're part of that good thing Right, and everyone has a reason for having acted in whatever fucked up way they did, sure. and it's usually not about. It's not about you, you. right? So, so for this person to hold on to it like that, I don't think this person has the same perspective as you. That and is doing okay themselves, right? Like they, them on their own, they they have issues in their own mind. I agree. My dad has has, has since learned to let go of some of his anger. Well, this is what I'm no, saying. No, I agree. Like, it's what I'm saying. It's, it's your like, own problem. It's more right because it's like if you're holding on to that anger and you're like seeing this person in this one way, then you clearly haven't like really gotten perspective on the situation. Yeah, and I think anyone out there who has an ex, you know, nobody wants, and I think that's like a lot of times why guys like put off breakups. Right. No, guys really don't want someone out there. I don't think, maybe it's not just a man thing, but like, I don't think anyone wants someone out there like, yeah. hoping for them to fail <laughs> right know, like that's you don't want anyone who like wishes ill on you right yeah. yeah and um i think that's uh so like for me like if someone was like that x is worse than hitler <laughs> i'd be like hey maybe that's not done for you yet right maybe that or relationship you haven't, you haven't worked through that you yet. haven't worked through right, it yeah. so you're not ready to be with me right i agree with that it's a good answer all right that's our episode. That's our episode. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. And also, just tell a friend, take a screenshot of you listening. We know you love the podcast. I mean, the feedback has been amazing, unreal. And we know you love it and are enjoying it. So that makes us feel good. But we want to keep this thing going and growing. So keep telling the friends and spreading the word. And UUP at Betches.com. Send in anything you'd like. We'll be back. See you next week. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.